Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
bless you. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. God bless you. We thank you so much for tuning in to the radio station today and listening to the Songs of Zion. As we come to exalt, edify, and encourage you, we want you to sit back, to relax, and to enjoy the worship as we go into the inner courts and behind the veil. Sometimes I have people ask me, what is the inner courts? Well, the inner courts is based on Ephesians 4, when everyone was gathered together and united in the things of God, one Lord, one flesh, one baptism, under the word of God, that they were all together, they were all unified, They were all praising God. You know, we hear a lot that where two or three are gathered, that the Lord is in the midst. God is in the midst of us when we come together in unity, and we want to praise him, to reverence him, and to glorify him. As we be on that one accord, like on the day of Pentecost, that the Holy Spirit overshadowed them, and he poured out his spirit. When you have the Spirit, when you have that Holy Spirit hovering over you, you are engulfed, you are saturated, you are drenched, you are covered by the Holy Spirit. And we thank God for that because when the Holy Spirit comes, it's peace that surpasses all understanding. There is a calm, there is a peace, and that you have turned it over to God and you have laid it at the foot of the cross. So this is when we overshadow, we could all glorify him. This is also our disclaimer, the music that you hear belongs to the artist, and we want to give them credit. All rights are theirs. We are here to promote those sounds and those CDs and encourage you to go get those music of worship so that you can enjoy worshiping God, and you can enjoy the fellowship. And, you know, let's start right off. We looked at Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd. And we have to know above all things that the Lord, our God, our creator of heaven and earth, that sit high and look low, the great I am, the Alpha and Omega, that he created everything in the beginning of time. Everything that is and will ever be is orchestrated by the Lord. He has all power to move according to his will and the purpose for our lives. So we have to believe that Jesus' death on the cross, his burial and resurrection, he sits on the right hand of the Father and he makes petition for us. He prays for us. He intercedes for us. He reminds God that his blood was spilled on Calvary for us. Over 2,000 years later, we are seeing the glory of God in the land of the living, that we have a chance to breathe his air. We have a chance to just enjoy being in the land of the living. So many have gone on from covid from diseases around this world, but we know that God is still able, God is in charge, and that God has all of us in the palm of his hand, that we don't have to worry, 
that he says that he go to prepare a place for us, and that will be our eternal home. God bless you again as you listen to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. Remember now, Monday through Fridays from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock, can hear us on the same radio station. If you would like a call-in number, you could call 319-527-6036. Again, that's 319-527-6036. If you would like to write us or send us a card or say that you have heard our radio broadcast Monday through Friday from 7 to 8, that's Eastern Standard Time, USA Time. That's 319-527-6036. You can write us at P.O. Box 9786, Baltimore, Maryland, 21284. Again, that's the Five Fold Ministries, P.O. Box 9786, Baltimore, Maryland, 21284. Again, you can hear us on this radio station as well from 8.30 a.m. to 10 o'clock on Sundays. We are on the radio six days a week because we know that the Lord is our shepherd. And let us look at this a song of David. When we know that he is our caretaker, when we know that he is our covering, that he is our provider, that he is the one that wakes us up in the land of the living, that he provides for us. We don't have to worry or want for anything because he supplies those needs. He can give you that calm in the midst of the storm. He can raise you up when you feel defeated, that he can bring victory to those situations that seem that's in a deadlocked position. You have to not want anything but depend on God's ability, his his infinite wisdom, all power that he has it in his hand, that we can be calm, that we can abase ourselves, that as we go through this road of life, that we know that when he said, peace be still to the angry seas, he can say, peace be still to our life. He can restore whatever that has been torn down. And he says that he will give us rest when we are heavy laden. Sometimes our minds are heavy laden. Our minds are worried about the different things of the day. It could be your job. It could be your health. It could be your children. It could be situations. But you have to have a calm in your soul and in your spirit. There are so many times that we go through things, but when we be still, when we be quiet, when we give it to God and put it at the altar, that we know that he will take care of us and lead us to that victory. You have to believe that very thing, that when look like all hope is lost, especially at the time of sickness, diseases, and even the shadow of death, that we have to remain calm and trust God so that that peace can come over us. We should not have to fear or to worry, to be upset about anything that come up against us that God will and shall take over us. 
that, you know, a lot of times people say that they deal with evil. There are people that dwells in drama, people that love evil for evil, people that do an eye for an eye, but yet they call themselves Christians. Some of them believe that they are going to be able to see their maker and beg pardon and that they think they will have a chance for eternal life, God forbid. God don't want anything evil that's against a brother that doesn't show love, forgiveness, and mercy. You can't do things deliberately and then expect God to say, oh, God going to forgive me seven times seven. Yes, for those who did not know it was sin or those who have repented from sin, but when you deliberately continually to do things that's evil against your brethren. Because not only do we have to believe in Christ, but we have to treat our neighbors as we want to be treated, treat our neighbors as ourselves. A lot of times that people have their focus in the wrong place. They focus on what they see on TV, what they hear on the radio, or what they see before them. But only through that peace of God, only through the focus of God that we have to have our minds made up that we are going to serve God, that we are going to live according to his gospel. When we have that made-up mind, don't you know that we can even see better, that we can see in the spiritual realm, as we say with spiritual eyes, that we can see the beauty of the Lord, that we can see the souls that he created, that we can feel the humanity and brotherhood, that we are at peace with one another. You know, God has prepared a haven for us, that through that Holy Spirit, that he will comfort us, that he will teach us, that he will provide for us, and that he will make a way for us. You know, a lot of times people look at you and wonder, how do they go through that storm? Or what happened to make them think that they had the victory? You know why? Because our confidence is in God, that we know that he has prepared a table before us in front of our enemies. He sits us high because we know that God has all power. He has the final say that we are anointed our head with oil. I was talking to my godfather the other day, and he said, do you have any oil, blessing oil, that you could, um, you know, just anoint and to pray? And I said, no. He said, well, good. Then remember that you are the oil, that when God has anointed your head with oil, when he has covered you with salvation, when he has endowed you with power, when he has covered you with the Holy Spirit, that the oil of God is dwelling on the inside of you, that his Holy Spirit is now inside of you that's running over, that has overshadowed you, that will guide you, that will have you to see things more clearly, that will have you to see what's necessary with the eyes of Christ in love and in fellowship. And that we know that God, that his mercy and his goodness, that it's all about God, that when we look to him 
and follow him all the days of our lives, that we know that we will have eternal life and we will dwell with him forever. You know, this song of David was about to uh, comfort him and to reassure him and to endow him with power and with faith. A lot of times it says, physician, heal yourself, which means that you have to encourage yourself and give it to God and leave it there. But only through when you just say, I'm going to turn this over to God and I'm going to believe that God can do anything but fail, when we have that type of confidence to know that our God is able, then we are walking in the faith or that faith walk that pleases God. Beloved, I want to encourage you today that each and every day of your life should be a Sabbath, should be a day that you wake up and praise God, should be a day that you recognize that you are in the land of the living as his sheep and that the oil of God, that Holy Spirit dwells inside of you and you have the power, the power to call things as not as though they are, Hebrews 11, 1, that you can just look to the hills. You can make declarations with your mouth, decree and declare that you have the blessings, that you have the favor, and you have your faith in God that all things, not some things, but all things are possible. Yes, you have to confess it with your mouth. When you walk in that belief system, when you treat others the way you want to be treated, when you exalt, edify, and encourage each other in the body of Christ, then you can call yourself a Christian, that you believe in Christianity, the death, burial, and resurrection, that Jesus is the Son of God, and that you are filled and you have asked God to come into your heart, that stony heart, that wax heart, that unforgiving heart, that a malice heart, that contradictory heart, that God can come in and renew your spirit and give you a clean heart with clean hands, that you can stand before your maker and say, God, here am I, use me. We don't have time for jealousy. We don't have time to focus on the negativity. We don't have time to worry about our brother or to be obsessed with our brother's things, belongings, house, car, jobs, advantages, anointing. All of that is foolishness unto God that he give us all a portion. And when we, as they say, keep oil in our lamp, when we keep the faith, we can get a double portion of blessing from God, that we don't have to be in competition, that we don't have to be the judge and jury of God's souls that he has given breath to God for being. I want to encourage you that as you walk, walk right with the whole armor of God. Put on that breastplate. Put the shield of faith. Put on the helmet of righteousness in your soul, in your mind, in your heart, that, yes, I am a believer, yes, I am a Christian, yes, that I believe that my God can do anything but fail. You know why? Because my God is precious to me, that my God is my Lord, and my God is my Savior. One thing I loved about Jeff Major's music 
because truly his music is such that you can identify with what he's saying and that you can really feel the worship and the praise of the harp. So this is a salute also to Jeff Mage, is one of my, uh, as I say, heroes that I love in the music of praise and worship. And let us go in with another sermonic hymn. Again, you're listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. I am your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. We want to encourage you to walk upright in the body of Christ and to listen to us Monday through Fridays as well as on the weekends and Friday night when we have our concert. God bless you as we praise God and worship him and examine the word. Let us go in unified according to Ephesians 4. Let us stand together in power and might. You know why? Because God is our shepherd and he is our Lord. Amen.
so that you know that only through his salvation, only through accepting Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, can you have this particular power of God. God wants us to know that he is the creator. He made heaven and earth. He was the one that walked in the cool of the day and breathed breath into our nostrils that we became a living being. We didn't do it ourselves. We didn't wake ourselves up. It is the might, the favor, the will of God that all of us should live and not perish. But you have those that try sometimes to disrupt the things of God in your life, and you have to cut it off and say, it is finished. It is finished that I'm going to deal with foolishness. It is finished that I'm going to deal with ills. It is finished I'm going to deal with negativity. It is finished I'm going to deal with folks that have no respect, not only for themselves but for you. They say and do anything that come out of their mouth. They do evil for evil. And that they constantly want to repent before God because they do deliberate sin. They are, and what's very sad are those that have backslidden and don't know that this has come about because they have allowed the darkness, the adversary, the enemy, the Lucifer, the Satan, the demonic forces of spiritual wickedness, seen and unseen, to come into their lives and have taken over their mind. They have taken over their soul and their spirit. It's very sad that some people, when they look at those things, don't even know that they have allowed that doubt, they have allowed the negativity and the lack of love in their life, that they open up things that cause them to go against the grain of God, to hurt their own self. They self-destruct, hurt their own life, as we say, self-suicide. Because when you allow that evil to come into your heart or to your mind or to your spirit, that you have opened up wickedness for yourself and that you condemn those that want to be saved, those that want to follow the light, those that believe that God is that precious Lord. You know, when I looked at Psalms 27, that God reminded me that if I put my trust in him and that I believe that God can do anything but fail, I don't have to fear that God is that strength, that he is that power, that he is that might, that he carries me. I don't have to carry myself, that I turn it over to God. I said, God, I leave it at the foot of the cross. God, I will trust you. You have to get to a point in yourself that you rebuke, you bind, you bind up, and you arrest those things that are evil against you, against your family, against your job and your health, and say, I rebuke you. I bind you up, Satan, in the name of Jesus, on the blood of Calvary. I decree and declare it is finished that God said that he is my life. He is the strength of my life, and I don't have to be afraid. You can stand on the scriptures and stand on that word of God. You know, when those attacks come at you and people are saying all things are evil against you, those that you thought was your friends, you found out that they're now uh, foes or they are against you, that they too will reap what they sowed. They believe it or not, that those same folks that dig holes for you will fall in those same very holes. 
God is the one that says, vengeance is mine. God is the one that says that he will fight your battle. Yes, it looked like tragedy. Yes, it's suffering. Yes, it is pain. We're going to go through the things that Christ went through. But in the end, it will be victorious. It will be for our favor. And you will be surprised. I hear people say sometimes, you know, that was a blessing in disguise. Yes. You know, I I never will forget, even with myself as a young lady, as a single lady when I was uh, coming up, that I would try to live a certain way. And there were people that were camped or beside or lived next to or around me in my area. And God told me in Psalms 27, verse 3, Though an host should encamp against me, my heart should not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. In other words, beloved, you can live right next to a demon. You could live right down the street from an enemy. You could be in the same vicinity of those who are against you. But God, believe it or not, will bring you out that God don't want you to have your heart to be fearful that we don't have to worry about when they come up against us and want to fight that, you know, the very hole that, they, like I said earlier, they put for you, they're going to fall in it themselves. You have to be confident that your God will bring you out. You have to be confident that God will fix it, that all it does, it hurt themselves and set up themselves. You know why? Because when you are Christian, and I will make it very plain, your desire is for the Lord. Your desire is to live according to his gospel, that you want to seek after the favor of God. You want to seek after the word of God. You want to live and dwell in the uh, spirit of unity of God so that God not only can extend your life, but God can hear your prayers and God can show you his beauty, and that we have a chance that when we call upon God, when we tug at the hem of his garment, when we ask for that favor and when we ask for that miracle and when we ask for that sign and wonder, we know and have the confidence that God will do that very thing that we desire. You know why? Because when you are a child of faith, when you are a child of God, when you seek after the things of God, especially in the land of the living, and that you can see the beauty of the Lord. And what I mean by that is that when you can just see his magnificence, when you can feel the breeze go through the trees and you can see the beauty in the butterflies or even the bees, just the tiniest creatures that he has made, and you be able to breathe fresh air, couldn't you see how precious that commodity was just air, something that we can't buy, something that uh, we need just to live that without a mask on, that we were able to breathe air. Think about all the germs and all the millions and millions of people breathing the same air. But God has blessed us so that the germs that was in that air before COVID, that he want, we, we took it for granted that I could just be around those who have pneumonias and flus or coughing and that my body immune system was strong enough that I didn't get sick or I could walk around and breathe the same air as you and you could be 
uh, dealing with pneumonia, and I could breathe the same air out on the beach, in the restaurant, riding in a car, on a bus, on a plane, and that we all breathing that same air, and I didn't get sick. That was a blessing. Can you believe the air was so precious that when that COVID came and there were so many who got sick from COVID, we had to wear those masks. We had to have six uh, feet differences away from our brothers. We had to isolate ourselves and stay in our home and leave our job and really couldn't go to the marketplace that we were shut in for almost two years could not breathe the air that God has given us freely. That air was more precious than diamonds. It was more precious than gold. It was more precious than any metal or thing out here that we were able to enjoy the air, no matter how much a plane. I heard one of the rappers brought a plane for $200 million to fly in the air around God's heaven. But when that COVID hit, and those pilots couldn't drive and all those uh, different germs that they had to park their vehicle. That air was such a special thing. So I want to say to you, beloved, that you got to know that God, beauty of just his air, the water that he has that for us to drink, even be able to wake up and be able to have a roof over your head or clothes on your back, that is a blessing. Regardless whether you live with family, foster family, where you live with relatives, to be able to be sheltered from the rain, be able to be sheltered from the storm, be able to be sheltered from the cold weather or the hot weather as we're getting it in the East Coast, that we are so fortunate and so blessed that he has provided for us. So you have to seek after the things of God, not of flesh, yes, there are times that you may want that hug or you may get lonely. You may want companionship of a friend. But your priority is treat them as a brother and with love. But you have to focus on the word of God that you have to focus on and have your desire and seek after the things of God so that you can have victory. And not only in uh, this earth, but have eternal life. That God says that even when we go through, when it feels like all hope is lost, that even that God will fix it. I, there was a time that I never will forget the very ones that sought after my soul, wanted my demise, wanted my hurt, was right in the same area where I lived. They was right in the same vicinity. But God fixed it, that he hid me in his prevalence, that his pavilion was right in the middle where I live, was right there, and that he hid me from all dangers, from all destructions, that I could go and come as I please, that I could call upon my Lord, and that the angels of God were set in place, that he set me upon a rock. Yes, he will, beloved. Your God, according to Psalms 27, and looking at verse 5, Examining verse 6, and now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Don't you know, God will show you who your enemies are. When you take your time and you examine a thing, and God said try the spirit with the spirit, when you talk Christianity and someone curse you, 
when you talk about the word of God and someone, uh, you know, neglect you or pull away from you, when you talk about the goodness of the Lord, that God will show you who those persons are. God said, try the spirit with the spirit. There are so many people who have covers on, blinders on, that they cannot see what's beside them. They can see the person that they're talking to. But when you take time, God will reveal that very thing. That's one thing a man can't do. It says in the Word of God, you know a man can't control his tongue, that he will run his mouth, and eventually he will tell on himself if he's rude, if he's mean, if he's spiteful, if he's evil, it's going to come out in his character. He's going to say something negative about people or negative at the restaurant, or he's going to find fault in the food, or he's going to see something about you or something to tear you down. It's very sad when you deal with people who are negative and evil and that they undermine and hurt themselves. God showed me one time that I listened to this person, and everything they said about their mouth was some negative about someone else. You know why? Because they had low self-esteem. They felt uh, less than perfect themselves. Some of them had hang-up that they felt that they wasn't attractive themselves. So they had to tear down someone else, their skin, their color, their hair, their shape, all because they were an ugly human being themselves. Ugly, what I mean is that they knew that they had some shortcomings. They knew that they wasn't the best-looking thing, but to make themselves feel better, and I learned a new word, they became narcissists or those who find pleasure in feeling good about themselves by making you feel bad. God forbid. We have so many people that's dealing with flesh, so many people that's concerned about other people's business rather than six months to mind their own business and six months to leave others alone, that their focus is on you. You know, when you have people that's worried about when you come in and out your house or drive your car, when you go on trips or spend nights out, Those are some people that do not have God in their lives. They are focusing on the wrong thing, and they don't have a life. You know, I I rode around on a holiday, and it was so beautiful. I saw a lot of older people out with their uh, cars, and there were those who had convertible cars, and they had the top down. You saw a lot of them that was taking walks in the park. They were um, enjoying cookouts. They had fireworks. They were visiting friends. They was at the beaches. They were out the country. They were exploring and enjoying new places. They were living the life to enjoy being in the land of the living. They were not worried about the evilness or enemies. They were making sacrifices of joy and thanking God all the way. It was so nice seeing couples hold their hands and families gather together and just being able to see people just shining up the, the cars that God has given them and be able to just go to a beach with family and friends. I want to encourage you today, as you listen to the five-fold ministry broadcast, that you give sacrifices of joy, that you give praises to God. And when you do that and stand on the word of God, he will hear your prayers, he will hear your cry, he will hear your voice, and he will and shall answer. 
trusting God, that peace will surpass all understanding. I'm telling you, beloved, it's nothing like listening to the praises of Zion. This is why I tell you, the artists that God has put out here to make beautiful sounds and instruments, even during our holiday, we decide to do a switch and that we uh, just play instrumental music rather than a lot of voices and and uh, choirs and everything. We had just music. And it was such a refreshing. It was such uh, just that you can just relax and embrace yourself, that you could just worship God. You know, it's so nice, and I'll say again, when you give God the praises, God will not only hear you, he have mercy on you, but he will answer you. When you seek his face and when you say, God, I love you, and I turn it all over to you, it's nothing like worshiping and praising God. So I just want to encourage you again, as I said before, that the best thing that I've learned in my life on this journey of salvation is to worship and praise God because in doing that, I have had the opportunity to know that it's all about him and that I can't make it. We cannot make it, beloved, without God. So I want to encourage you to again each and every day say something positive, say something with meaning, say something that will glorify the kingdom, and enjoy living life in peace and love and forgiveness. Amen. Let us listen to Smokey Norfolk at this time. God bless you as you listen to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. Get out those Bibles. We're looking at Psalms 27 today. Amen. Amen. Searching the world for more 
we have the victory and that we can say that I can call upon God because I need God now and God will show up. You have to get to a place in your life that you know that who he is and who you are, that, yes, you belong to the Lord, that, yes, you are his disciple when you have accepted that death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. This is why it's so very, very important that when you give those type of phrases, that you have a special a special place that you can go, as we say in the inner courts and behind the veil, that you can go into that place of peace of worship. And I guarantee you that God will show up and show out. Yes, he will, but you just have to believe it and so that you can receive it. Let us get back again as we're going into looking at Psalms 23 and 27. We just want to uh, bring a little bit of hope into the Lord is. The Lord is everything in our life. And I want to tell you that when you worship or have your Sabbath, which should be each and every day, that you go to the church or house of worship in unity, in support, with your tithes, with your offering, that listen to the word of God and to get to know your pastor and those that you fellowship with. It's a refreshing that God wants us to gather together because we're stronger and, and as believers and that it says where two or three are gathered, he's in the midst. Don't you know, it is so nice. Excuse me, even it says, when brothers can dwell together in unity. I'll say it again. It is so nice when brothers can dwell together or come together in unity, when we can all offer in his tabernacle or in that place of worship sacrifices of joy. Yes, we have cried, our body have ate. We have went through various things in our lives, but I come to praise God. I come to say hallelujah. I come to lift him up. I come to sing the praises unto Zion because I love the Lord. You know why? Because we know that when we cry, when we make our petition to God, that he will have mercy on us. Believe it or not, he hears all of us trying. You know, when I was going through as a young woman, I was seeking after salvation. I asked God to do a particular thing. Nobody knew about it but me and the Lord. God not only showed up and showed out, but he did that particular thing, plus that he made it all possible, something as simple as God helped me to get a job, that within that that span of just praying, before you could even get to prayer, get up off your knees, something you feel a turnaround in your spirit, that before that week is out, that that door opened. That's the kind of God that we serve. There is nothing too hard for him when we seek after his face, when we say that we love the Lord and the Lord is our focus. I would encourage everybody, as you go through life, even with family and friends, put God first. Put him in your heart first, your soul, your mind, and your spirit, and ask God that he does not remember the things that you have done deliberately you have repent. You're a new creature. You're not going back to those old ways that God would not leave you. He would not forsake you, that he is your salvation. 
that you will depend on him and that you know above everything that your God loves you and that your God cannot fail. You know why? Because God is here. God is right here, even while we're on the air today, and I'm talking to you, the Spirit of the Lord. I decree and declare through all the radio wires, all the countries and nations that's listening to us, that the power, the Spirit, and the grace of God will be released by God, angels, Michael, and Gabriel, through heaven above and heaven below, that the wind of peace that surpasses all understanding, that we decree and declare that God's grace is sufficient for thee and that his power shall overshadow you in salvation. Amen, amen. We believe it. You know, so many people uh, say that when we say things over the air, but I'll say this to you, that our call numbers are increasing and that we have uh, seen more countries and also we give our special shout-out to Russia, to Thailand, and to China that I understand that says they listen to us and send uh, various comments in to the producers and that they enjoy this broadcast. Thank you so much. We hope to return uh, to Russia at a time that we can commemorate and celebrate the glory of God and that we can come together as brothers. And we pray for the nation of Ukraine and Kiev as well as Russia. We also thank the young lady from Taiwan that says that she enjoyed the broadcast and the music and that uh, you will listen to us, especially on Fridays where we have our concert. And for those uh, in China, we thank you. And the other countries, well, I can't name all of them, but I haven't forgotten you. Thank you so much for being faithful. For Our numbers have increased since we've been on this a radio station, as well as thank you for watching us on TV. Again, we are the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast, and because of who God is, that he made it all possible that we're able to preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. And thank you so much um, that God has favored us and opened up doors. Do keep uh, our ministry in prayer because we have our invitations that we get ready to leave out again to uh, go across the waters that is open to all of us. When you do missionary journeys for God, you're invited to different countries. Not to condemn, find negativity, talk about the food or the people, but when you can go there with the praises and worship of God on your lips, you know, not worried about the restaurant, the bed, the service, or the... uh, the people that served it and all of this. But when you go on missionary journeys to glorify God, oh, my God, that you would be treated so royal, that everything is such an experience of worship, of fellowship, of having a good time. Because of who God is, that we have the opportunity to breathe this fresh air and to enjoy less of COVID and to fellowship one with another because of who God is that we are able to enjoy. Remember now, if you don't have anything nice to say, when you go to another nation of people, you treat others the way you want to be treated, and you flow, and you just be in harmony with where you are and enjoy it. God bless you. I'm looking forward one day to go to Italy. That's another uh, plan that I have on my, uh, my goals, that this is where I want to go. So I would encourage all of you to get that passport and just enjoy being alive, 
and just being having favor with God. Amen. Because of who he are. Matter of fact, let us listen to uh 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 Yodel, Vicky Yodi at this time. And God bless you again. I hope I got her name right. Amen. Amen. Because of who God is, 
that we just want to know more about him, that we are amazed by him, and that we get a chance to know him better, and that through his grace and mercy that we have the help that we need because the anointing is on our life and the favor of God is on our life, and that nobody knows us better than God himself because we are his redeemed souls. Beloved, I would say to you again, as always, encourage yourself and to know that your God is able, that when you look at the scriptures and you look at the songs, and there is a particular song, I know that people do spiritual warfare with Psalms 91, but when you look at the Lord is my shepherd, Psalms 23, and when you look at the Lord is my salvation, which is Psalms 27, that when we cry, God hears our voice, that we have a chance that when we can go to other nations, when we can just break bread together as brothers, when we can enjoy being in the land of the living, that we can seek God for that protection. We can seek God for that blessing. We can seek God for that experience. It's all about being in the land of the living and seeing the beauty of the Lord and live according to his gospel, that who are you going to serve? God wants us to choose this day that who are we going to serve? The Lord who is our salvation and our shepherd. One other thing I'd like to finish out in looking at Psalms 27, that when uh, David wrote this particular song, and he said in verse 9, he said, Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. You know, we don't want God to turn away from us because we're doing evil for evil or we're saying wickedness out of our mouths or we have a lot of condemnation or narcissism that we are against the people and the disciples of God, that those who have tried to be a help to us, those who have tried to encourage us in our walk, that we ourselves are disciples of Christ, that we don't want God to leave us or to forsake us because we have become so wicked that we have not been a reflection of the light and the grace of God that truly God can provide. You know, I thank God for my life. As I said, being born an orphan, left in a car, and raised in a family, and having a chance to find out about salvation, even without having a father, mother, sister, brother, or even family or friends, that God was with me every step of the way. He is still with me. That when my mother and father, who uh, raised me, and that God took them on home. The Lord took me up, that he carried me, he taught me his ways, that he showed me a better way. When I was going down dark paths of things that wasn't good for my life, that God revealed who my enemies were. As I told you, one thing about that mouth, nobody can control the mouth. When we sit back and relax and be calm, that you can't say, well, God, why did you put me in this situation or why did this happen to me? You can hear it.
from a person's mouth because what's on the inside is going to come out on the outside. If that heart is wicked, you're going to hear it. If it's selfish, if it's condescending, you are going to hear it. There's so many times being servants of God that we were told to stay in certain situations to make us stronger, to even toughen up our skin, but to help that man or woman to get their soul saved and get right for God, because this could be their last chance that they can hear that gospel. It is so very hard, beloved, that when you see the wickedness and evilness of people, that we have to stay on court, that we have to ask God to reveal those things to us so that we know that he is with us, that the, the angels of Gabriel and Michael will come and fight for us and that we can be strong. You know, there are so many people that have given in to things that has caused their demise. I have seen people that were so strong in the Lord and that when they slipped away just a little bit, that they put themselves back out there with their enemies, their adversary, into darkness, and things wasn't in their best interest. You have to be strong, beloved, and you have to continue to course and repent daily. Even when you're going through, when you realize, like the prodigal son, that you come to yourself and say, wait a minute, being with this life or being with this person or being in this situation, this is not good for me that I need the will of God to overshadow me, to deliver me, and to bring me away from this false illusion or false witnesses or enemies that has risen up against me, that I have put myself in a compromising situation that is cruel, that is not good, and that can hurt me in the long end. Yes, beloved, you have fainted and that only through the goodness of God, only through the mercy of God, only through the peace of God can you get deliverance. Yes, deliverance is for all of us. None of us are perfect that we fall short and that we have to turn it over to God and say, God, I'm sorry, I repent, but I'm asking you to come into my heart, come into my life, and give me that chance to do it right it's like starting over all over again. So I just want to encourage you that just know that only through God, because when God is here, that things will get better. When God comes back in your life and to help you go through that storm again, you can make some better choices and that you can make those right decisions. Don't beat up on yourself. You know, encourage yourself. Take that bath, comb that hair, go to your place of worship, go to your place of fellowship, hold up the banner of God, enjoy just being in the land of the living, seeing family, friends, and and help that vision of the pastor. Each and every day should be a Sabbath, a day of worship, of celebration. There's nothing wrong in being a Christian. Like I said, I'm planning to do a lot of travel to spread the good news. It's open to all of us. So you don't have to uh, feel slighted. If you want to get on radio or TV, give me a call. If you want to uh, do missionary journeys around the world, you're welcome. It's not all about me. It's about you as well. So those opportunities to serve God is for all of us. 
Yes, we are going back to Jamaica. Yes, we're going to uh, get things lined up for Africa. And truly, we hope to visit Russia again as we spread the good news, as we spread that God is with us, that God is here, that God is before us. You know why? Because God is able. God bless you again. Let us listen to uh, um, another one of our favorite songs at this time that we just want to worship God and to give him the praise and to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. God bless you again. Remember, show someone love. Give them a hug. Go see that mother, father. Take them that dinner and to get out there in the land of the living and to worship. Focus on God and not on man. Amen? Amen.
songwriter says that God is here. We have to believe that our God is here, even right now as we fellowship together on the radio station, that we have to believe that our God is here. I want to encourage you again that as you listen to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast, keep in mind that we try to exalt, edify, and encourage one another. We try to encourage you on your journey as you go through and you deal through a lot of things in life to know that your God is here, that your God is able, and that your God can do anything but fail. One thing about Psalms 27 that has stayed with me, and I looked at verse 13, it says that I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord. It says again that I had fainted, meaning I'm not in my right self, my right mind, my right thinking, that I am out of it completely, that if I cannot see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, that I cannot see the beauty of his heaven, of his clouds, the things that he has made heaven above, heaven below, to look at the little animals, the fish he has provided for us, the, the water for us to drink, the minerals and everything that he has made that we can make houses or have transportation or even, you know, I was watching a documentary how even with the dust on the ground and take the water from the sea that you can make mud and it will harden into bricks for homes. And even with the trees that you're able to get leaves and trees and sticks from the wood and from the forest and that you can make roofs and shelter from the rain, that you're able to get even the natural berries and fruits to eat. And even I was very shocked. I have watched some other documentary. There are flowers, and not only with vegetations and fruit, but there are flowers that you can eat and different herbs for medicines and different things that we can use for ointments for our body. Everything we need, beloved, everything God has put in this earth, that from uh, anywhere from uh, travel all the way up from the very beginning, that man, if he had to, uh, even from a mud house all the way up to a brick house, to metal, to uh, anything, it was put in this earth, marble, the different stones, everything to not only give us shelter but to clothe our body. When we sin from the Garden of Eden and when we disobeyed God and turned our back and that we lessen to have the favor of God in our life, in the land of the living, that God was there, that he is there. He is here now. He's listening to me. He's listening to you and through your prayers all over the world. Yes, I believe God by faith. When they tell me that we have went into another nation or the call numbers has went up by another 8,000 or whatever or even the millions, that is to glorify God, is to give somebody hope. You, too, have an opportunity. There's no reason for you not to accept salvation. It is on the radio. It's on TV. It's on the Internet. It's on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, 
anything electronic technology, even word by mouth, missionaries has been doing it for thousands of years, that we have spread that gospel of the good news that Jesus Christ is our Lord. Yes, we believe it. We believe that we didn't make ourselves, that breath was put in our body, that God is a friend of ours, that he loves us so, that even when we sin, that he said, look, I got the air for you to breathe, free water for you to drink, fish for you to eat, clothes for your back, even the little animals, you know, to give you comfort, and that you can enjoy the reproduction system of seeing other human beings. We need to be in love and peace, not in uh, all of this illness and, and, and negativity and all of this other drama, that there is nothing like the grace and the mercy of God. You just have to wait on God, believe that he's heard your prayers, be of good courage that your God can do anything but fail. And through that belief system, through that word of God, through that unification of the body of Christ, through that death, blood, and resurrection, that he will strengthen your faith, he will strengthen your heart, and guess what? You can say that I will wait on the Lord and that I know that he is my Lord, my shepherd, and my salvation. Yes, he is. God bless you. Beloved, I'm here to let you know that Jesus is a friend of yours, that God loves you and that he has not given up on you so you can't give up on yourself, and that there's no weapon, no weapon strong enough to defeat you. Hey, when you believe in the power of God, hallelujah, when you believe in the grace of God, yes, you're going to go on many journeys, but through it all, you want to be able to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant, well done. Again, you've been listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. And I want to just end out after uh, we just have a word of prayer to say, God, I'm asking you to come into my heart to forgive me of my sins. Yes, I have did things deliberately. But from this day, I want to walk upright before you. I want to repent, and I am godly sorrow. Help me to see the errors of my ways. Help me not to be a narcissist, God, to tear down different ones in the body of Christ and to defeat myself. God, I'm asking you to give me strength above my enemies, my foes, those in camp against me. I'm asking you, God, to fill me with your Holy Spirit, with the blood of your Lamb, and that you cover me, because no weapon formed against me shall prosper. There's greater this in me than in the world. Because what's in me is the belief and faith of Jesus Christ, that he is Lord. God, right now, I'm asking you to fill me again afresh with your Holy Spirit. Hey, hallelujah. Help me, God, to have the eyes of Christ that I can stay focused and see the things that's necessary for my life to live and not die. Help me to have the mindset to keep my mind on you, not on flesh or man or negativity or things of this world but things that will help me to live holy, live right, and live according to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, as I confess my sins, as I profess my love for you, 
as I confess that I want to be a better human being. I'm asking God that you take away the stoniness from my heart. Hey, hallelujah. And that you fill it, God, with clean heart, a clean spirit. And that, Father, that that contriteness, that all uh, stuff that has defeated me will leave me now. Hey, hallelujah. And that, God, I can walk up fresh. Help me to put on the whole armor of God, the shield of righteousness, the breastplate, God, and the word that will cover me from the beginning to the end, that I'm asking you, God, that everything, if I had a thousand tongues, I couldn't say to you enough that I love you and I praise you and I worship you and give me a fresh start and a fresh beginning. Oh, God, I thank you again for the airways. I thank you for the fivefold ministry. I thank you for the gospel being preached all over the nation. Help me to be a better human being and not to be jealous of those who are trying to uplift the gospel of God. I thank you again, God. Come into my life because truly I want to be a friend to you and you be a friend to me, and I want to know my God on a personal level. And I thank you for it, and I believe you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you again. Always be sincere in your prayer and be honest. And talk to your father because he is your father. He's our father. And that you can call him your daddy, you can call him your friend. You know why? Because only through the death blood of Jesus Christ, that Jesus is your friend, that he died for you. You didn't die for yourself. You wouldn't have had a chance to see the beauty of the Lord in the land of the living. Let us go out worshiping, praising God by listening to Israel Holton. Amen. Amen.
something simple as that to say that I am a friend of God. Don't you want to be that kind of friend that you can have the favor, the grace, and the mercy of God? Yes, we do. We want to say that I am a friend of God, and he is a friend of mine. God bless you again. Remember now, you can hear us Monday through Fridays. That's five full ministries. You can call 319-527-6036. You can listen to us right here on this radio station again, 319-527-6036. Pass it on to family and to friends, also as well as Sunday mornings. God bless you. Remember to worship the Lord each day is a Sabbath. Keep it holy. If you don't have anything nice to say out your mouth, then don't say nothing. All right? God bless you again. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer, and God bless you. Do keep us in prayer. Do keep us in prayer and send us that postcard. Amen. Amen. Thank you.